0: Do you ever get a sweet tooth that you just can't seem to satisfy? Say no more. Sweet Teas Edibles has you covered. Sweet Teas offers some of your favorite desserts from dipped and coated fruit, amazing cake pops, also delectable cupcakes, and now assorted flavors of mouth-watering cake jars, and more. Sweet Teas is currently shipping cake jars and cake pops. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sweet Teas Edibles. That's S W E E T T S E D I B L E S. And on Facebook, Sweet S-W-E-E-T, T S T Apostrophe S, Edibles, E-D-I-B-L-E-S. Orders can be placed through our social media pages. On Facebook, just click Shop Now. And on Instagram, the order form link is in our bio. So what are you waiting on? Order yours today. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact us via DM or at SweetTeaseEdibles at Yahoo.com. And make sure when you place your order, you mention Views of a Jerk podcast under How Did You Hear About Us? We can't wait to satisfy your palate.
1: Yo, 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 Mike Check 1212, you're now tuned into another episode of Views from a Jerk, a podcast by Nikos Davis co-starring the girl Tiffany J. I have nothing creative to say. I was trying to think of something on my way home, but I ain't got nothing creative.
2: I mean, it's fine. Hi, friend. How you doing?
1: I'm good. What about you?
2: Uh, I am better. I'm uh, almost 100 percent. I ended up getting sick Thursday and Friday. Uh, My digestive system just wasn't happy and I was miserable so I your digestive system? Yeah, I, I think I ate something bad Thursday night. I couldn't keep food in, so I ate like a sleeve of crackers Saturday, a sleeve of crackers Sunday. Water and ginger ale. It was it was rough.
1: I was about to ask did you drink the black home rim and the ginger ale?
2: You already know I did. Um so I made it. I'm better. I'm keeping my food in and we're good. So but good that, deal. that was my weekend. How was your weekend?
1: Um, it was good. Uh, what did I do? Laid low, laid up, laid around. When it got Mexican. Well, we finally, um, stepped out. And when it got Mexican, I wanted Mexican food. So when it got Mexican, um, I went to holler at one of my partners today. Shit. lay low. Been, I've been binge. Well, I would say binge watching, but it's not binge watching. I've just been watching, um, all my shows twice just to pick up eggs where I left off. So I've been laying low, chilling, man.
2: So why didn't we record last week, friend?
1: Oh, it was boo time. No,
2: no, it wasn't boo time. It was record time. And you waited to the last minute to tell me,
1: uh... I mean, look, look, hold on now. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Look. I, I I love this podcast. I love the fact that you. That I'm doing it with a good friend of mine. And I appreciate the listeners, but shit, when that vagina get to talking, shit, I can't fuck with y'all.
2: <laughs> I had to give a hard time. So anytime we don't record, y'all, it's, it's usually because of him.
1: Wait a minute. No. No, 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 I no. I
2: say no. usually. I didn't say all the
1: time.
2: 10% of the time is me. No, I can account for two. One was my birthday weekend, and the other weekend, I was not here. Any time after that, it's been you, fam. What about
1: all the times you've been in Nashville and we couldn't?
2: It was one time I was out for my birthday, and another time I wasn't here, as I just previously stated. Every other time it has been you, fam. I'm
1: just shit in my podcast. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, okay, I you, hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But but a lot Y'all of the-
2: just, see what happened when folks get in relationships. They get brand new. You know, they don't be accountable for other folk time and got folk waiting on wow. now. Wow. You see, you see, I just need y'all to see how he really treats me. So when he goes in on Twitter and talks so funky about me saying, what did you say one time? I was a horrible boss because i be trying to keep him on track. This is what I have to put <laughs> up with. S-
1: surprisingly, I haven't been trashing you here lately. Um, Thank I- God. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Have I, I've been on. I just haven't been loud and persistent. Okay. Yeah, but but about you being sick, I'm glad that you're feeling well. Um, You know, maybe if you eat you some man ass, all that shit wouldn't happen, but...
2: No, I'm good. You know, uh, this only happens sparingly, and there is no need for me to embark on that journey.
1: Okay. I got you. All right. Let's go ahead and jump off into this, because we're on a Time limit because i on my way home, you were uh, late
2: go ahead call you were late yeah, I was late <laughs> I was
1: two exits away, so all right, it's on me, all right, this week, um this week, fuck, this episode um what you want to start it with the boycotts?
2: no, I think we should start by uh acknowledging that we lost a great actor last week it was you know very tumultuous for a lot of people because he was really uh with us for a short time now that you think about it I fortunately was able to I had followed him since he appeared on Lincoln Heights um mm. a long long time ago and I'll never forget I was like who who is he he is fine and I have been following him ever since but uh rest in peace to the great Chadwick Bozeman. Uh, definitely appreciate all the gems that you gave us like 42 um the James Brown joint of course you killed your role in all of the Marvel movies as Black Panther. Thanks. Thanks. Um you were very strategic in what you wanted to portray as an actor and for your community you gave so many people their flowers while you still could and uh we lost a great actor man.
1: I um <clears throat> So over dinner, we were talking about chat, chat, chat with Boseman's death or whatever, well, his past, his untimely passing. Um, and I, I said like I don't want to see another Black Panther now. Like I don't, I know they were talking about doing a Black Panther two, but I don't want to see it. Um, and like most niggas, if it, if it does happen and it does come out. I am going to go see it, and I know for a fact I'm going to be that one person. Like, man, Black Panther, the real Black Panther would have been better. You know how niggas do it. Like, they, they ain't Black Panther. Black Panther would have been better. But we watching Black Panther. But you know what I'm saying? Um, R.I.P. to Chad with Man, for no, I feel that you.
2: It, I feel you because it's like oh, I don't do it, but it's like ah, oh, whatever your obligations are contractually, we don't know all that kind of stuff, and you know right, what they got to run with and. They could very well change the storyline, but it's like, it was great for what it was. It's like, he's irreplaceable, so we don't, right. I, right, I don't, I don't want
1: another one. I, um, like, he put on a hell of a run before he got up out of here. He did, all while he was sick. All while he was sick. And then, um, I saw Netflix last night, 21 Bridges, and I, I watched I to that. Check that out. Yeah. I that last <laughs>
2: No, I watched that this weekend. It wasn't last night, but I did watch that this weekend. It was really good.
1: I liked it. Yeah. Um. So, uh,
2: yes, now we can get into everybody
1: else. Uh, well, since we're talking about humans, uh, well, since we're talking about black men, fellas, I have to address this because that time of year is coming up.
3: <laughs>
1: <sighs> Look, I don't know how many of y'all have seen this. Women as well. I don't know how many people have seen this picture. And honestly, I was in a great uh, fight on my inside because I'm like, I'm not one to make fun of preachers. I'm not one to talk against preachers. Like, whatever they do, that's between them and the Lord. The Lord, they have to handle their business with the Lord, right? But I remember when I first saw this picture, I was like, fuck, why he keep dressing like this? God. <laughs> <laughs> what he did,
2: but why he dressing like No,
1: this? no, it's definitely not what he did. Nigga, why are you dressed like this? Yo, fellas, the weather is starting to change. It, you know, we can pull out blazers and all that shit, right? Do not come out the fucking house dressed like John Gray.
2: Ooh, it was bad. It don't
1: was bad. Do do not yo, don't do that shit. Um, I he had on some skinnies. He had on the, the big-ass Alexander McQueen sneakers, which I do like those. Um, but he had on a blazer and a white shirt that wasn't tucked in.
2: <sighs> Not only that, coupled with the fact that this man ain't seen a leg day a day in his life.
1: Yo, somebody said the legs don't match.
2: They don't. They don't. It is like... he His photo was an example as to why you don't skip like that
1: for real and another thing that really bothers me on top of this is I am so tired of seeing men when they have on when they when they dress up um, and they have these big ass fly collar shirts like no nigga tuck your fucking collar inside of that blazer <laughs> no nigga who the fuck told who told y'all niggas this that is the most tackiest and countryest shit I've ever seen. And then it and was I the blue on blue. It just didn't. It just didn't. Yes, well. he had on the dark. He on the dark blue skinnies. He had on the the dark blue blazer, and that his. But his anytime he dresses down, his shirt is never tucked in. No, he, he had. He had that belly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yo, nigga, if you gonna be out here moving and shaking, goddamn, at, at least get fined,
2: bruh. Listen, I'm so, for many reasons, just upset with this man. <laughs> I, I will bro, say though, his wife, she looked amazing in the picture. She did. She, look, she looked. Mean, she looked very, ho- very well put together, and she's she's
1: gorgeous, and she also looks homely. Yeah to which I understand why you might be stepping out. But that's look, let's let's focus. That's not my thing cuz I said I wasn't going to speak on that. Oh, you did. But don't don't dress like this nigga. Please don't. And another thing, guys, I know sweater season is coming. You put your sweater on top of your shirts or whatever. Do not for the life of you. Do not do not do not do not do not. Roll your fucking sleeves over your sweater. Don't do that.
2: You just don't. got all of the uh
1: advice in terms of wardrobe. I'm just saying, man, don't do that shit. Cause people like me, I look, I'm like, man, you look country as fuck. You got for one, you got this big ass fly collar. That's like I don't understand who told men, who told people, who told us, who told us men that it is all right to wear your collar outside of your sweaters. That you don't do that. I think that
2: was that whole folks wanted to pop that collar like during that era.
1: Man, I don't give a (laughs) no, nigga. This is fucking, this is 2020. Don't do that. Do not do that. Do not do that. I mean I I know and you know what's crazy too? I know a lot of preachers when they take like their pictures, maybe dressed down or dressed up, they have these big ass fly collars. And I'm like, nigga, who told y'all to do this? (laughs) It's in the room, but <laughs> like it's bad enough you got these creased fucking jeans. Like, but you got you have the audacity to have your fly collar. Like, no man, that that is not cool. Do not dress like John Gray. Like, don't don't do it.
2: All I'm saying is that this fellas, this can be eliminated simply by wearing the infamous gray sweats. It was quite crisp this weekend. It wasn't hot. It was a little chilly in the morning, a little chilly at night. Sweatpants season is upon us.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely pulling mine out. I already listen. I already know I'm get cussed. because oh, I've been. Oh yeah. Listen, this is on the lowest of low keys. I have I have Nike shorts. I have the woven Nike shorts, um, and they're already they already come mid, like a little bit below mid thigh. So when I put them on, I just do an extra fold. And they are they are strictly mid thigh. So you see all lit. You see everything I do at the gym, and I get cussed out for that.
3: I bet you do,
1: yo. If I send a gym pic, I get you always somewhere with your dick hanging out. Like, (laughs) like, yo, what? I I just, I'm just. She just wants you to
2: change your horish ways. That's all.
1: Some shit just ain't gonna change. (laughs) (laughs) Well. That ain't gonna change. Like for you know, some guys can't help that they have a bulge. Like you can't help that shit. Don't all look. I
2: know is, is for the single fellas. Feel free to tag me in your photos. Thanks. Wow. Wow. Okay. Then. <laughs> so this don't
1: apply to you. <laughs> I know. Nah, we don't care about you and your sweats. <laughs> I, okay. I bet. I bet you. I. Bought, I got sweats. I bought sweats all summer. And they fit like hell because I made sure I tried them on when I got home.
2: All I know is I'm retweeting all sweatpants. That's all
1: I know. Well, I mean, shit, yoga pants on on the on the timeline too. All on Instagram and there, well. So it's <laughs> gonna, it's, hey, shout out to 2020 for yeah. that. Legging
2: least, least. season is upon us. Hey, man. And when I um, saw so the little subtle photo that I posted out there, I got a couple of comments. It was like, uh. Where did that ass come from? I was like, a girl has no ass. I don't know what y'all talking about.
1: You know what? <laughs> Since you brought that up, let's bring up this horse picture that you posted.
2: You can You can barely see me.
3: Shit. The,
2: the focus was on the car. Did you see the car? It was a beautiful yes, white God. old school with some rims.
1: It was gorgeous. I don't know what dope boy you fucking in Ohio.
2: Hold on, wait.
1: <laughs> I, I was at the I car don't... wash. Uh, I don't know that that shit didn't like no you. car wash to
3: me.
1: I, I ain't <laughs> seen no, no yo yo yo. I ain't seen no other cars. I saw no other cars
2: because I was on the side where the car was so that I could see myself and my silhouette in the car. I was watching my
1: car get washed, and I'm pretty sure he was right there. Like yeah, I can't wait to drag this when we get back.
2: And year, I, was, I don't even know who owned that car. <laughs> but it was sure. nice.
1: It was the photo.
2: Women,
1: women are great at denying shit.
2: And I had on a, uh, a biker short set. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It was a yeah. nice time. It was Hell nice yeah. time. I, I, know, I know that nigga was doing exactly what 2 Chainz said. Left hand and stern reel, right hand on that pussy. I was by myself. Sure nigga. <laughs> we did, yo, I saw no other cars. Like you can't, you cannot lie. Women are so deceitful. You can't lie to this one. Well, I don't have a reason to lie. Oh, okay. And well, actually, actually,
2: cool. actually, further down on my timeline, I actually posted a picture of my car and other cars getting washed. So yeah, you so. Su- you
1: supposed to? That's how you say face.
2: All I'm proving is I didn't lie. Oh. But anyhow,
1: let's move forward. Oh, um, <laughs> because you know I it's Monday, so it's it's Monday, so people, you it's all right to lie again. So I got you Oh, because it ain't the Lord's Day. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Um. Let, Let's go into this random stuff. So I have a problem with um, with people pocket watching preachers. Okay, and I just don't understand, like, are, why people think preachers are supposed to be broke. Um, I don't know. I don't like, know. because I know, like, I know a lot of Christians, right? When you when you tithe and you and you do everything according to the Lord, the nigga bless you, like you blessed. you bless abundantly for like for for no reason. So, and I I just feel like if you live in that life and you're living it truly, a hundred percent, like you supposed to you supposed to look nice, you supposed mm-hmm. to drive certain things. I don't disagree with, I just never understood why people want preachers to be broke, like what does it matter where he's getting his money from, and I know a lot of preachers that be fly as shit, but they also own funeral homes, and they make it known in their church like look, I don't take a lot of I don't take a big check from the church. Mm-mm. we keep that money where it is,
2: and see, and that, that hasn't been my experience. I remember growing up, you know there were it was common to find preachers who were robbed in the church but this day and age all the churches that i have attended these pastors have either taught at universities also on the side which was another right they write books which is also money that's coming in uh they get paid at speaking engagements more money that's coming in and it's like do y'all forget like they do all of these things and they get paid from the church because they should this is their job even that's though. their
1: job and on top of that the church is a business sure is and people the forget that all a, the time like I just I, I don't understand why people get this whole thing of like the church is not supposed to be broke when well, they don't do nothing for the community nigga do you know do you know for sure do, the church that you attend and a lot of people that I've asked this to well, I don't go to church well shut the fuck up yeah
2: and so, and that's another thing, the churches that I've attended in my adult life, like, heavily involved in the community. So I'm right. thankful that that hasn't been my experience. Now, again, doesn't mean we don't know that there are pastors who are out there just, you know, robbing folk blind. Um, but that just hasn't been my experience. So I'm like, yeah, I better leave these men alone. Let them do, let them work.
1: <laughs> yeah. I and, and like I said, um, any other profession... Doctors get to drive whatever they want to. Nobody says shit about the doctor. And they're, and doctors, to me, are in cahoots with insurance companies. But they never speak on them. They don't speak on judges. They don't speak on nobody. I think like,
2: people have an issue um, separating the pastor from Jesus. It's like, he's not God. He's not Jesus. He does not have to walk the same path. He's human. Right. Human. And they don't they're not, they don't live meagerly like Jesus did,
1: and they don't have to. But even even Jesus didn't live meager. That nigga, it, it was already prepared. Like what other what other nigga you know can turn water to wine, and not get drunk from it? <laughs> well, one, I'm gonna need you not to call Jesus a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that. Yo, and I—the Lord. No, I don't mean that disrespectful. <laughs> at all. And I'm not. And I'm really not saying it in a disrespectful manner. Uh, if I—if I'm coming off across that way, then I apologize. But I'm—I'm I'm really not. But what other man, you know, can turn water to wine? Everybody drink wine, and you don't get drunk from it.
2: I mean, I get it, but you know, also the way the Bible tells stories, he
1: wasn't a flashy individual. So that's I mean, really what I mean. I yo, he might not have been flashy then, but I know that nigga stunning in heaven. <laughs> I know he is. <laughs> I yo.
2: Listen, if we were made in his image,
1: we got this from somewhere. Right. You already know what it is. So Speaking of speaking of church, you collect obituaries?
2: Bruh, I tweeted about this. And no, I do not collect obituaries. I keep them for immediate family, but I don't... I'm not the person that says, hey, grab me an obituary when you hear somebody going to a funeral. My mama, on the other hand, she won them all. Mm-mm. And I think a lot of people took what I was tweeting out of context and they got real serious with it. I'm like, y'all, I know we keep obituaries because they list family history and things like that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the The parents and a lot of folks say that their parents do that too. Why are they collecting everybody's obituary? What you gonna do with it? Nothing. Why are you keeping all these obituaries? The mailman died. Why do you need this man's obituary? <laughs>
1: you know, you know what? Um, I don't collect obituaries. When when my my brother passed, when my cousin passed, when my aunt passed, I did not get the obituaries. My mama got them. I don't have them. Like I'm good. No, wait, I'm lying. I have my aunt's obituary. I got it. I kept that one. Yeah, I but, kept
2: I kept my dads, I kept my sisters, my um my uncles. Again, immediate family.
1: But outside of that, I don't want your obituary. I d I don't even like going to funerals. Same. Like, no, I'm good. I ain't, I don't have time. Um, you know what? Let's go through this and I and I gotta bring up something. So uh obese sure. children.
2: Listen. I wrote that on here because as a parent, it's so important to pay attention to what your kids eat. So I think somebody was passing, passing tweeting this video of some little girl. She was breathing heavy. Of course, they was laughing, not at her, but it was what she was saying, what was funny, because it pertained to food and all of that. And I'm like, y'all, this ain't cool. Like, this is how, you know, and we're health conscious anyway. Um, but I'm like, this is how you start. Um, in the communities with all of these health disparities and i was just like y'all not gonna watch what y'all kids eat like y'all either just trying to get famous and think this is cute like this is how y'all start health problems and so i was just like let me put this on there like watch what y'all kids eat make everybody at the house so i know everybody not being active get out Go work out. Go go spend some quality time with your kid, cause more than likely the parents could use a little workout or two too. But it was like, stop feeding these kids everything that they see, letting them eat 24-7. Like just stop it.
1: I uh it's funny that you that we're talking about this right now, because my my cousin had he just posted on Facebook. His son is playing middle school football now. And he was like, yo, let y'all kid eat some of these sweets. Let them eat in the house. Let them stay in the house and eat because, shit, we need an old line coming like in the future. And I thought it was pretty funny, but I do agree with you. Um, fat-ass parents breed fat-ass kids. Bruh! <laughs> like, for real. Like, as a parent, you go outside and get some fresh air. It's not all, it's not, kids only can eat what you put in front of them. Exactly. What you put in the refrigerator, what you put in the refrigerator. So take your fat ass outside. And how many times did we
2: see that one tweet that they were showing of the pantry? And it was all, all, I looked at that pantry and I was like, all I see are silver teeth. (laughs) Like, Like, that's all I saw. And granted, I get, you know, for the athletes, you want those big kids or whatnot. They can get bigger in different ways.
1: Right, let them get big off of house food. Right. Let, let them get let them them get cool. big off of greens, and
2: cornbread,
1: cornbread. You know uh, what I mean? They don't like, need let them, all that junk. Let them get let them get big off of that, not big off of uh, sweets and shit. Like, nah, don't do that. Um, uh, and it's funny because, you know, like, my mom turned seventy like a few weeks ago.
2: She did, and she fine. Mama fine out here in these streets. <sighs>
1: All right, we're not gonna talk about any of this, okay? Because I, I feel like those flowers are gonna come up, and I don't want to start cussing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but she 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 walks every morning, and um for like for like a month she didn't walk. She was like, "Oh, I just don't feel good, my knees and stuff." hurt. I'm like, "You need to go back and walk." She was like, "Yeah, you know what? I am gonna start back. I ain't gonna be able to walk the whole cause." On her block, like her entire block is a really, really big block. And it's one, two, three. It's four steep hills. It's a hill in front of her house, which it doesn't look like a hill, but it's very steep. So she'll walk from the the stop sign at the end of her street to the top of the stops. There's another stop sign at the top of her street. She'll walk. She'll go up, up twice, down twice. And then that's it. She's like, I feel so much better. Like, yeah, you just got to walk. Like, just get on and walk. And so, um, like, that makes sense, too. Like, get active.
2: It's that, just healthier options. Like, kids are going to eat. Most of the kids, like my kid, in the house all day. But right. um, I got fresh fruit up in this piece. We got the veggies up in this piece. I stay going to the grocery store because I, we eat a lot of fresh veggies. Right. Um, And I'm very conscious because I know what runs in my family, Right, and I don't want my daughter to have the same fate. And she's she's a lot further ahead than I was because she's right. eight. When I was eight, I was
1: a chubby chapster. Um, we was, all we all were not just you, me. too.
2: <laughs> and she's me not. Too. And I think I I charge that up to one. She's an athlete, so you know she plays soccer and she swims. But I'm also not giving her junk now. Granted, yes, let them partake, let them indulge. But my child, she don't eat candy. Like yeah. she wants to go trick or treating, just to go trick or treating. Yeah we waste all the candy because it just sits there because she's not a candy eater. Um, She likes snacks, you know, she likes chips or whatnot, but I monitor that. And it's like, we got to set our children up, not just for success, you know, monetarily and education wise, but health is wealth. You know, that's really what's being preached right now. And it just saddens me every time I see like pictures of just like, overly obese kids not talking about folks that got health conditions early on none of that i'm talking about you parents not watching what your kid eat and giving them
1: everything up under the sun that is not gonna help them or you right and i know with with my daughter i remember this one time um it might have been last yeah it was last year we i went running and she was running with me and, like, I know she couldn't do the run I was going to do, but she ran for what she could run. And I remember um, when her mom dropped off, she she was like, yeah, we went to the doctor, and the doctor said she needs to get out and get active more. So while she's with you, make sure she get active. And, like, I told her, I was like, but when she went, me, mean, she outside anyway. Like, we don't sit in the house. And I really wanted to tell her, you get your ass up and take her outside. <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck y'all doing at home besides – Cooking and doing arts and crafts and shit. Take a fucking ass outside. Yeah, but when she when she with me, like nigga, what are you in the house for? Go out, go find you something to do outside.
2: Yeah, I've been, I've taken my daughter out walking with me, and again, she can't do what I can do, so I try to be cognizant of that. Right, but right. like, I went to the store. I bought some tennis rackets. We'd be out there on the tennis court. Um, she has some skates. I have some skates. Even though we ain't supposed to, I'm gonna take her back to the tennis court and we're gonna skate around on that piece. Um, I'm looking for a bike for her because she's so flipping tall. Uh, mm -hmm. She couldn't ride her bike anymore. So I got to find her a bike. But everybody bought bikes and they can't keep up with the demand. So I can't find a bike. But we got to just find uh, different ways to not just be, have them be active or us be active. But it, you know, allows you to spend that quality time together and actually do something. Playing games in the house is cool. Arts and crafts is cool. Get out and be active.
1: Especially before get you get cold. <laughs> get out and be active. Like with, with Ashley, we um so we got her a bike and her kids got bikes for Christmas. And they would ride on and off, on and off. But when they saw her bike, oh, they was like, Oh mama, we ride. Yes, so, I love it. So in the middle of the pandemic, they were really on they were really on the bikes getting to it. Now it slowed down and sh- then it was just slowed down, but her kids are still very much active um but you mentioned veg- veggies right I and i had and i had i had wrote down people love starchy vegetables like when you see people post their plates on on any platform, you always see potatoes you see fucking rice, you'll see potatoes rice macaroni rice you'll see um what else is? Because I had I had paid attention to it. Damn, I know it was Probably potatoes, corn. corn. Yes, corn. you would see potatoes, corn, and broccoli. Like what the fuck is this, nigga? Y'all don't know any vet Y'all like yo? Y'all know no green vegetables. Like,
2: yeah, I don't know about that because things that I can't keep in my house. So we eat a lot of we eat edamame, we eat a lot of kale, we eat a lot of Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Um, she she does she loves broccoli so you know
1: we are also guilty of broccoli
2: but kale I devour no. kale on
1: a regular like I love that how you feel about kale is how I feel about spinach
2: that too I I use it when I make breakfast anytime I make a quiche I throw spinach
1: in my quiche yeah but I was just I was just speaking to the fact of when when people post their plates um, whether they're out to eat whether they're they're cooking at home you always see a lot of starchy vegetables you do and mm. and that bothers like that really bothers me for one because i think it's very fucking niggerish um <laughs> i do and that's that's and really that's the the basis of why i wrote it now because i'm like this is the most niggerish shit it's always potatoes it's already it's always corn and sometimes you'll see them both together and you'll see rice like yo no like scrap all that shit, man. Get you some. Get you something green. Find another vegetable, and it's usually with seafood. They do it with shrimp, crab legs. Uh, I seen it done with steak. Seen it done with certain parts, certain type of chicken that they cook. Mm. Like no, get stop fucking cooking corn. Like I I know that nigga tired of seeing you cook corn. <laughs> I know when he walk in the house, like fuck rice again. Shit, like. Cook some asparagus. Uh, Find a way to cook Brussels sprouts. Um, is other fucking vegetables. Use spinach. Use onion. Use something besides rice, corn, potatoes.
2: I mean, there are recipes at your fingertips these days. So, no, I'm with it. Like, I was just thinking, anytime I go to Papa, because we got a Papa Dose here, um, i always get their asparagus because they're oh they got some fat asparagus and then they char them just right mm. and they season them just so good.
1: Bruh.
3: That,
1: <laughs> like, that that's how good.
2: Like expand your palate, people.
1: That's how I like my Brussels sprouts, slightly charred with um garlic butter. Yes. Yeah. Um men letting women drive their cars. So yeah. No. Okay. No. No. Okay. Hell no. So I'm I'm going. Go ahead. Go ahead. Have you Have you
2: ever let a woman drive your car?
1: Yeah, I have.
2: Okay. So why then and not now?
1: Because as fellas, you get in her car, you drive all her fucking gas out, you let the seat back. You go no, pick up not
2: one. on your reckless type stuff. I'm being for real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, just just uh being 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 for real. Uh, yeah, she can drive my car.
2: Cause I was like, what's what's the big deal? Like I would see a lot of people talk about, you know, they don't ever want a woman driving a car. They like to Joan on us and talk about how much women can't drive. And this really came about because I had driven someone's car. And what kind of car was it? A luxury car.
1: <laughs> what kind of luxury car?
2: <laughs> a nice one. What, what, who makes it? <laughs> uh, I believe Nissan is the parent company.
1: Oh, okay. So it was an infinity. <laughs> gotcha. And so it I, was an infinity?
2: You know, it may have been. My memory is a little foggy. Was it like but, a silver
1: or a light color blue?
2: Oh, I don't know. So maybe a tan, maybe a tan inside. Oh don't you know, to tell you. So anyway, I drove this really nice luxury car and it belonged to Did you drive the a motorcycle guy. too? It belonged to a guy. And this particular person used to always talk about just how women can't drive and ain't no women ever driving their car. But even in my past uh, relationships, like, guys would just talk about, guys covet their cars. And so I was like, well, what does that mean when you finally let a woman
1: drive your car? I, you know what? Um, every car I have had Hell yeah, you can like you can drive. I sit on the I sit on the passenger side and look like, Ugh. but I feel better if you drive and and I'm not in it because I don't want to see. Yeah, they weren't they weren't in the car. Oh well, yeah, that's different now. Like right? but I've I've let several like my home girls like, hey, we're finna run to the store and see your keys. Like, all right, I'm like go. I I don't have a problem with it.
2: Yeah, no, this was just a, a random occasion where I had to drive their car, but. So, when you and your girl go out, do you always drive or does she drive sometimes?
1: Um, She'll ask to drive. Like, hey, you want me to drive? Like, no, I got it.
2: Shout I out don't to have her for
1: much- asking. I don't. I just think men are supposed to drive. I do, too. I feel like if a man is present,
2: yeah, know. Now, if we're going on a road trip, that's something different. You know, we need to, you know, split that time. But if we're just out in the city, I I don't want to drive. I want the man to drive. <laughs>
1: I and you know so when we when we do go out when we when we hit the city for real or like we go to Montgomery or Columbus or Atlanta or wherever I I like to drive because if if we on eighty five she can drive mm-hmm. but once we hit city limits like hey pull over I got it because I I like to swerve in and out of traffic. Um, I I just I have a better groove and a better feel of being in traffic. Just on just on the highway, like eh, I prefer not to, and I, I really don't want to mm-hmm. because she has a heavy foot. So I know we can get from point A to point B listen. on the highway. But once the limits crack open, oh, I got it because I, I know how to swerve, and we listen to directions differently. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I I listen two steps ahead like it it might like I I I prefer to read it like let me read it then I if I hear Siri say it again like okay but she 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 likes to look like what does this sign say like yo it's it's going to beep it's going to beep don't look for the sign but <laughs> but <laughs> but within them city limits though like yeah I like to zoom zoom I
2: mm-hmm. like to move
1: in and out of traffic so
2: yeah, no. when if I'm on the highway, I got a heavy foot. I be floating, and it don't help that I got a newer car with a V6 engine.
1: Floating, you hear me? <laughs> like, like on the highway, she be moving. On the highway, she moves, and usually when when we on the highway and I'm driving, she gonna she gonna relax, and she going that's when she'll be in her phone, not paying attention, and I can really drive how I want to. Which on the highway, I drive slow as shit. One wow. slow driver. Ah, uh, too many transfer trucks and shit. It's transfer trucks, it's state patrolmen, especially in the country. You know what I mean? Like any anywhere below Atlanta, you have you got the sheriff sitting on the highway, you have local police sitting on the highway, you have state patrolmen sitting on the highway. Anything below Atlanta is a fucking speed trap.
2: You know what? That makes sense because my daddy, he's from Statesboro. I think I told you that a long time ago. That's
1: a fucking oh that that's, uh, yo.
2: <laughs> when I tell you that man, he drives so slow.
1: Yo, he be the cruising in, all the time. The, the entire Southern Corridor of Georgia is a speed trap.
2: Is <laughs> so that makes sense
1: then. <laughs> yeah, it the entire like South Georgia, and the entire corridor coming from um coming from Columbus all the way to Statesboro all the way to savannah anywhere going south it is a speed trap like they sit and hide and before you know it you just see them pull out on you like yo what the fuck
2: so that's a speed trap
1: and so i understand that
2: okay that makes sense okay so we kind of said something about a relationship so i have always held in very high regard my first love Like, he showed me a lot and is the reason why I hold new girls to these standards to today. Like, I was 17. He was 16. When I tell you, I didn't touch doors. I didn't pay for anything, regardless of if I offered. Um, He was very much a romantic. So I'll never forget. I was at work. um, And then I looked, I worked at the Gap. Um, And I looked up one time and he was standing in line. This man, he was, it was what, early 2000s. So he was very much all into urban clothes, like Echo and Nietzsche and all that. So I'm like, why are you here? And he just showed up and brought me like a rose. And at the time, my favorite candy bar, which used to be a Butterfinger. And he was like, I just wanted to see you, you know, while he was at work. You know, all of that type of young love stuff. Well... The other day, well, a few weeks ago, I found out that nigga hotel.
1: <laughs> Grand rising queen.
2: Oh my god!
1: <laughs> Grand rising queen of the universe, soul sister, power to the.
2: <laughs> when I tell you, my heart was broken. I was like, "What happened?" And so he was not on social media. Like he never got on Facebook, Instagram, none of that. And I don't remember how I found out, oh, somebody had promoted something that he he was doing. He does beard butter or something. And I I know we had a lot of mutual friends or whatever. And so I ended up clicking on it. And I was like, that's this nigga. Then I get rolling just to see his pictures and it was uh, nothing but grand rise in this <laughs> kings and queens this and then of course you know the stereotypical hotel messages that folks post and when i tell you i was crushed <laughs> my whole world was crushed
1: i you know what i'm uh, i feel sorry for you Man. to go back to go back and see that this nigga is a hotel
2: I just, I I was beside myself like for the rest of the day. (laughs) I didn't know what to do. I was so distraught. I mean, and it doesn't matter, of course, because he's married. And uh, even though we're in the same city, like we don't talk, just we stop talking out of respect, you know, for his marriage or whatever. Yeah. Um, Because we definitely used to have that connection. I was like, oh, we ain't got nothing now. (laughs) It's gone.
1: (laughs) Look, so, um, here recently, uh, I think the other day when I had did, um, I think it might have been Friday, either Friday, either either I think it was Friday, fra it was Friday or Friday or Saturday, <laughs> Friday or Saturday. I had posted um, something about the beard shit on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and it World Beard Day. Yeah, World Beard Day. So look, my ex jumped in my DM. Uh, and she was like okay beard and I was like tell your husband to grow one and she was like huh and I'm like no nah, for real tell that nigga to grow a beard and she was like boy stop and I told her I was like you need to put some juice on his face and she was like oh no nah, I ain't fucking him right now like what ooh. Oh,
2: okay she said there's she, all sorts of things wrong with this conversation right now
1: <laughs> she said um she said, he's not deserving, and we fuss way too much. And I just kept tell- telling her, like, yo, no, you need to put some juice on his face. That'll do it. Like, that'll stop all of that. But she was like, no, he don't deserve none. Like, Mm-mm. I'm like, damn. Oh, so, <laughs> hell yeah, it's a cold world, nigga. You got to go to Grumpy with your nuts full. Shit. You go to who? You got to go to work. Oh. What what did I just say? Grumpy? Grumpy? Yeah. I don't know what yeah. you said. I just said you gotta go to Grumpy. Yeah. You have to go to work <laughs> with your nuts full. I'll be pissed. <laughs> I would be pissed. Do you hear me?
2: I don't know. When I was in a relationship, even if I was mad, like my drive there. would be too high. Like I it's we ain't got to talk, but you gonna come in.
1: <laughs> like you can have sex mad. Like, all right. All while you having sex, you not mad. Oh, I love you. Or well, even if man. you are, ain't nothing wrong with angry sex. It ain't. Get, get some. Get some of that shit fucked out of you. <laughs> get your attitude rearranged. <laughs> right. Get your attitude adjusted. Like y'all gonna touch when you be like, okay, we done. I put my hand on you, but when we wake up, I still ain't fucking with you. That's fine. That's like that's fine. But for the bulk of it, has been fucked out so you probably got two three more days of just being disgruntled but how she was talking like no like damn and that's not the first time I've heard of this from them because I know somebody that he works with and like they told me like man she ain't fucking that nigga bro and like, he be upset about it oh, like, damn. Shit, that, that nigga fault like man.
2: they gotta work that out
1: <laughs> yeah yeah they have hey.
2: to so, what you watching?
1: Um, Lovecraft Country.
2: Okay, so I feel like we need to preface this and say, if you have not watched this week's episode of Lovecraft and probably P Valley, you might want to fast forward because we're gonna talk about it.
1: No, I don't give a fuck if you. No, no <laughs> I, I. Spoiler alert! Spoiler <laughs> alert! Spoiler fucking alert! Um. Before I do this, shout out to my home girl Charlita. Um, me and her talk about Lovecraft Country all the time. Like we ask each other questions, like, "Did you see when they did this? Did you hear when he said that?" Like, the Lovecraft Country is very, very interesting.
2: I told you. I told you what when we recorded a couple of weeks ago.
1: I was like, "You need to get into it." Yes, and when you said it, um, that that following Saturday we were laying in bed, and she was like, what you want to watch? Like, And she always asked, "Like, what y'all talking about on Twitter? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what them fucking people watching. Well, what you and Tiffany watching? I'm like, oh, Lovecraft Country. And, she, <laughs> and, and yo, she was like, yeah, I tried to watch that. It's just too weird. It's too weird. And we, It we, seems we, like we something said, you like, would watch.
2: Yeah, we said sci-fi ain't for everybody.
1: Man, I, I tell you, um, I was at my homeboy's house today, he and his fiance, um, and I asked, I was like, have y'all started watching Lovecraft Country? They was like, oh, yeah, we just watched this week's episode. Yes. I was like, yeah, I watched it. I watched it, too. Like, yeah. So, even before this week's episode, so, uh,
2: one of the things I was nervous about is, I was like, is every week going to be like this? Because I felt like they are putting out season finale episodes every week, and my nerves are bad.
1: <laughs> every episode
2: is but, a like, season
1: finale. That's like how you last know it's a week? banger.
2: Last week with that uh with the house and yes. the ghost and everything, yeah. I was stressed the entire time.
1: So you know there's a podcast about it too.
2: Yes, I saw that. There's yeah. a podcast. There's a this is
1: based off a book like bruh. Like so I listened to the podcast and I, I low key I'm let down. Um it's two is one is a writer and there's a horror and sci fi writer as well, two black women. Mm-hmm. And but they do not discuss the episode how I think they should discuss it. Like they don't get into it fully. But Because there's a
0: lot
2: of um, you know, the imagery that they use, um, the things that the references that they pull from spiritual references, all like yes. it is deep offensive things.
1: Yes, it is. Um it's just It's really, really good, and I tell you, is with with it being Jordan Peele, is not mind bending how I thought it would be,
2: because it's Um, not just him. This isn't like his whole thing, so he's got to work with
1: other people. Yeah, but the writers have done a great job, and writer, yeah. Oh my goodness, um, like my fave,
2: Michael K. Williams, which we got on here. Give that man his flowers.
1: Yes. Every Everything he's been in, he's been phenomenal.
2: Everything.
1: Yeah. Like, when I when I watch him as Montrose. Which I love I, that name. <laughs> I do, too. I love that name. I do, too. When I watch him as Montrose and how he acts and how he portrays and on this current episode, how he's going through it, uh, sitting on the floor with George dying, I have to put already, I have to put Montrose up there with omar Mm -hmm. from the wire from how he acted as as omar and how he's acting as montrose that's i that's how good michael k williams is and he is but wait no you said this week with george dying no 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 no. i said with george dying um how when he was sitting on the floor going after he had read the bylaws. Oh, yes. And he was sitting on the floor looking at pictures and everything was playing back in his mind.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That. Uh, he, I think Montrose has some real issues he's he's working with. He's dealing with on the inside.
2: And we also don't know what they did to him when they kidnapped his ass. <sighs> um, I
1: think... You know what? I don't... Th- I think they probably did something to him, but I think he's mentally strong enough. Mm-hmm. For for anything like that. Now I do question, and this out of the out of the couple of conversations that I've had, I think Uncle George is really Daddy George. What you mean? I think that's Tick's dad. You do? Yes, because they had the conversation. They, um, he when when if you go back, I think it was the very first episode. Um, they're in episode four, by the way. Now I feel like now I feel like we talking personally, just fuck the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, in the very first episode, it might have been the second episode. No, it was the first episode. Um, when Tick was talking to George, he was like, "Yeah, my dad said something about my mom and her whatever, whatever." When he looked, he a certain thing came over his face, and he was like, "Yeah, what did he say?" And then when George got shot and he was telling Montrose, he was like, you know, you the only one he got left now. He was like, and Montrose was like, yeah, I'm his daddy, whatever. He was like, that wasn't proven. And I I didn't
2: think that that would have been him, though. I thought it was somebody else.
1: Listen, 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 listen. It gets better. The second episode. No, it was that same episode. It was that same episode. Um, when all, when, when Letty, when Letty, George and, uh, Tick were all trapped in those rooms in their, in their respective rooms, mm-hmm. George was talk his, his, his imaginary thing was with Tick's mom.
2: I didn't think, I didn't know that was his mom. I just thought it was a past lover.
1: No, that was his mama.
2: Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch because yeah. I did not connect that. Okay, so moral of the story is y'all. If y'all not watching Lovecraft,
1: y'all need to watch it. Look, it's an all black cast. Um, it's black sci. It's black sci-fi. It's a, it's supposed to be a horror sci-fi, but it's not that much horror. It's very suspenseful. Um, it's lighthearted. It's not the old gloomy, doomy music. Um it's not to Rafael Sadiq. Man, Rafael Sadiq is fucking phenomenal. He has scored this so perfectly. Especially with scenes with Christina in it. the music like this past episode when she was swerving through traffic yes. they had Rihanna playing like, Yes, come
2: on man I like how in the last episode they had Gil Scott Heron why on yes. the moon I was yes. like bruh yes <laughs> but the,
1: yes.
2: the imagery is beautiful the cinematography the wardrobe the shape yes. of melanin I mean they got dark skinned folk in this y'all and I mean showing their good side you know yep. not ugly pictures images none of that like it's it's just it's amazing so, and you
1: know what and you know what else um, which is very key for me to watch is another reason for me to continue watching is because it isn't sexual at all. Like the no. sex, scene, uh-uh. the sex scene that they had was clean. Um, with between Letty and and Tick, mm-hmm. and then the when the white boy and Letty's sister, like that was. Like,
2: okay, that was a power trip right there. I can't wait to watch what happened next week because I seen some things and I was like, oh wait, hold on.
1: So yeah, my, my homeboy said, damn, did he put a spell on her?
2: That's what. It, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. So I can't wait for next week.
1: And and they always make they keep making mention of Dracula. Um, did you see when he sucked that blood off her hand? He did. Well, yeah. So
2: somebody tweeted that they think him and Christina are the same person.
1: Damn. That's a mind
2: bender, ain't it? Because we don't see them together. We see one or the other.
1: Uh, I don't. I don't think they're the same person, though.
2: I, I mean, I don't know. I just thought that that was interesting the way they brought that up. So more on next week. Um, P Valley came to an end.
1: Love it. Season um,
2: one was just. It was. <sighs> I don't think a lot of people expect. We didn't know what to expect, and we just didn't know we were going to like it as much as we did. Um, but Loretta Divine is a gem with her
1: lines. Yes, <laughs>
2: she said, "My coochie ain't worth that much
1: money." <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because I'm tired of it already. Niggas, men, close-minded men, please, 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 do not start posting and and well, I see it a lot on Facebook. When I do scroll, get on there to scroll, man. I, I try to watch P Valley. That shit. When all that, I'm like niggas <sighs> want to hate just to hate. <laughs> like, like for one, for one, like P Valley. I think is really geared for a show for women. I really do. But niggas like the men that do tent that do watch it and do and are entertained by. It, like, okay, let us enjoy it. Like, you shut your closed minded ass the fuck up.
2: Yeah. Um, One of the things that I appreciate about, especially in the season finale, but the the show overall, they dealt with real world issues. So, you know, the whole situation with Keyshawn and how she pulled the gun on Diamond and wanted Diamond to leave her abuse, not to kill her abusive ass
1: boyfriend. That's what women do. Women
2: do it all the time
1: that's that's that was real
2: yeah i was pissed but it was like y'all really making this real life and not just for tv uh you know with the message going on with little murder
3: um (sighs) right (laughs) and clifford like
2: (laughs) he like he want to be mainstream like and little murder love clifford that man loved clifford he was hurt he was i knew he was hurt but it's like hey you want to be mainstream you want to be this rapper or what you gonna do? And it's like, ah, but yeah, he out here treating Clifford like a queen. I actually looked up that actor, his name is Jay Alfonso something. And he is in what movie did I watch the other day with Michael B. Jordan? Just Mercy. He's in Just Mercy. It's a small role, but he's in that. He yeah. was also in the um the thing with Octavia Spencer about Madam C.J. Walker. He was okay. in that. Uh, he's been on, Bra- uh, I think, Broadway. He's been in a bunch of plays. And he's been in some other things. I was like, okay, he out here. He got a following and everything. He got him a black queen. He's engaged. I said, shout out to you, sir.
1: So, I, it, to me, it was very funny. That nigga, Cliff, walked in his office, didn't know whether to play some Betty Wright or some some Hurt music. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga sipped that whiskey and gathered himself. He and had I'm to,
2: like, because like, at the end is- of the day, Little Murder is doing exactly what Uncle Clifford told him to do. Yeah. And it's like he hurt because he got feelings, but he can't be mad. He doing exact. He doing exactly what he told him to do.
1: You know what else too, though? What? Clifford, Clifford buying all that nigga shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I. I don't know how much of it he's bought Like all that Gucci shit that he wearing to the strip club But that That blue fur Oh Clifford bought that
2: I think no that was his that was Clifford's I think he you let
1: think him borrow so? that Wow
2: That's why he, he went to go get it I think that was Clifford's
1: Clifford, Clifford like fly Clifford, Clifford be fly yeah. Nigga please <laughs>
2: All right, Um, so I also got on here Black Monday. I don't remember if I mentioned this last episode or not, but one of my line sisters told me about it. It has Don Cheadle and Regina Hall in it. I just finished the second season of that. It is phenomenal. So it comes on Showtime, or you know, if you got a fire stick, find it.
1: But it's called Black Monday. Yes. Let let me interrupt you real fast. Shout out to... um, Let me... uh, Look, every... It seems like every other week one of the Delta soul roars always just tends to show why deltas are fucking phenomenal. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to, shout out to uh, my homegirl Bridget, man. She put me down on her on her showtime app. And I I'm about to tune in. And cause yeah. we swap we swapped information. I gave her my stars. I gave Alicia my stars. Alicia ain't hit me with shit back, but we're going to have to put a stop to that because I would, I would cut this shit off. <laughs> I, listen, I don't mind swapping info, but you got to have something to come back. Um, But, yeah, she she put me down that Showtime app for real.
2: Oh, good. So, yeah, you're going to have to let me know your thoughts on it. Um, but, again, it has Don Cheadle and Regina Hall in it. Uh-huh. If- Probably set in the 70s, probably the 70s, 80s, because cocaine is real heavy. Okay. Uh, So, yeah. Let me know your thoughts. So, that was good. And then I also decided to watch Moesha. I had not seen Moesha in its entirety. And, you know, Netflix is putting all these black shows out here. So, I was like, all right, let me sit down and watch it. I have wanted to pull my hair out the entire time and just slap the shit out of her as a teenager. Her and her damn daddy. I was pissed. Um, but then I finally made it to the end. And these niggas ended the show with the little brother missing, and they just cut it. I was like, wait, I had What Miles it? missing? Yes. I hmm. tweeted about it and it was like, nah, that's how that shit ended. I was like, I had to rewind it back. I was like, What I missed. But they just ended the show with Miles, he, he got kidnapped. And we don't never oh, know shit. what happened to him.
1: I think my I think Moisha was going through that you not my mama phase. I mean she did, but they got past that. Oh, okay. They
2: got past that. But Frank, their daddy, was uncontrolling all while he's living a lie. And also what I didn't understand is how they had Ray J on the show as a different character uh earlier in earlier seasons and then brought him back to play Dorian, who was Frank's son, because when him and his wife were separated. You know, he ended up getting somebody pregnant. I was like, y'all didn't think we were going to notice this? I understand that y'all, Brandy, want to put her brother on. But I was like, this was not the way to do it. (laughs) It was horrible. I just need writers to do a lot
1: better. (laughs) I remember on on an episode of Family Matters, um, Steve Urkel was going to transform to Stefan or And they opened the time machine. And you could see the clothes right there for him to put on. I thought that was on purpose. No. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, but I'll tell you this, though. We got 15 seconds before we disconnect, so let's get this break. Y'all listen to Tish. Tish has, Tish has some shorts on her ass when all that. I'm going to have to tell her. Oh, wait. Um, <laughs> but y'all listen to Tish about uh, her edibles and cupcakes. We'll be right back.
0: Do you ever get a sweet tooth that you just can't seem to satisfy? Say no more. Sweet Tea's Edibles has you covered. Sweet Teas offers some of your favorite desserts, from dipped and coated fruit, amazing cake pops, also delectable cupcakes, and now assorted flavors of mouth-watering cake jars, and more. Sweet Teas is currently shipping cake jars and cake pops. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sweet Teas Edibles. That's S-W-E-E-T-T-S-E-D-I-B-L-E-S. And on Facebook, Sweet S-W-E-E-T. T's, T apostrophe S, edibles, E-D-I-B-L-E-S. Orders can be placed through our social media pages. On Facebook, just click shop now. And on Instagram, the order form link is in our bio. So what are you waiting on? Order yours today. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact us via DM or at sweetteasedibles at yahoo.com. And make sure when you place your order, you mention views of a jerk podcast under how did you hear about us we can't wait to satisfy your palate
1: and we're back so i know when tish hears this she's gonna fuck me up
2: she is that was up that was gonna be the first thing i said Tish gonna cuss you out
1: it'll, right. it'll be all right it'll be all right i'll just i'll I, what i should do is go to her story and screenshot the the picture of her in them shorts and just anytime she say something just let hey. her, let her live Hey, look at this!
2: All right, so moving on, there has been uh, some music that dropped.
1: Um, what came out? Uh, Big Sean oh. came out. Uh, I'm good. You want, hey, did you listen? Are you gonna check it out?
2: I did. I'm a fan of Big
1: Sean, so uh, I liked it. I enjoyed it. No. Nah. yo, I used to. I used to like Sean. Um, Prior to his first album dropping, when he was dropping the mixtapes, mm-hmm. but since, but since then he make, in my opinion, he makes rich anxiety raps, and I ain't got time for that. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry you me. say that.
1: Yeah, I don't <laughs> fuck with it, I just I do not fuck with it at all. I don't like Big Sean. that's that? So no,
2: I, no, it ain't a I'm dark sky good. paradise,
1: but I actually like it. Sean. Yeah. Um, so I finally on my way home. Um, no, on my way to Atlanta today, um Borderline, Brandy's song Borderline was on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, is this Brandy? Yeah. And so it it was going off. And so um, I was like, <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna get on title and just search Borderline, right? So on the way back, I was like, man, let me let me just check and see if this is if it's on Brandy's album. And I scrolled and I saw it. I was like, okay, so let me press play. I press play on the album. The album is really good. I enjoy it. It's not for everybody, but I enjoy it. That album is really really good.
2: You know, and folks, you know when the verses was going on, everybody was just, you know, trying to talk down all the Monica stands or whatever. And I'm like, "No. Brandy's album's good." Like, I don't know what
1: y'all talking. Yeah. About. Um, yeah, we didn't talk about that verses. We didn't even text back and forth about it.
2: No, we didn't. I uh, so I'm I'm big on chemistry and the chemistry was so off. It was so awkward. Granted, I appreciated being taken through my childhood because I flocked to Monica first. Um, ironically, I went Brandy was my first concert. I went to her never say never, but I didn't have her album or anything. I just wanted to go to the concert. But when Miss Thang came out, which was Monica's first album, I was Team Monica, and you couldn't tell me otherwise. Uh-huh. Somebody tweeted that Monica's uh, Monica's music was for the girls, you know, who dated drug dealers and didn't come from two parent homes, and uh, Brandy's music was for girls who had two parent of uh, two parent home, wrote in a diary, and all that. But I was both of those girls, so I enjoyed both of them growing up.
1: But um, Brandy's album was good. It was. Monica- Mon- to me monica makes music for women that have been fucked over and they just then they keep going back to dude
2: yeah yeah and i also said this i was like monica got hits brandy got hits but brandy got hits and honestly i think her albums have been better than monica's but monica's hits they hit so <laughs> i was torn i was i was just there for both of them but i ended up shutting it off because i just couldn't deal with the chemistry it was just too awkward to watch and i was annoyed so I didn't I, make it uh,
1: to the end. I I watched bits and pieces while I was at work, but I was just like, nah. When Brandy started reading her journal, I was like, yo, what the fuck is this, Monica? Mon. To me, Monica gives off that energy. I'm bigger than what I really am. I can see that. And I just I ain't got time for that shit. Like, and I no. feel like to Atlanta,
2: Monica is everything. But outside of Atlanta. Eh.
1: I, I don't think Monica ever think in Atlanta.
2: I think so. I think the people in Atlanta
1: go hard for her. Mm, I'll have to ask around.
2: I didn't like the single that she dropped, but I'm just waiting to see what her album talking about.
1: Nothing? Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I I know one thing. She can't dance worth for shit because Down For My Niggas came on and she was just like, okay, we know you got this thing for C-Murder. Like, okay. But- <laughs> all righty calm down but <laughs> yeah you know.
2: i mean that is what it is but what we really said we were gonna do on this episode is that we were gonna
1: give robert glass for his flowers let's do it i'm i'm look um black radio one and two yes the song with chris at michelle and music oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah that is my shit Mm-hmm. the song the song uh Jill Scott has yes uh, when you call i come yes Whew.
2: that 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 right there <laughs> is it
1: for me man listen black always, radio you know, is you
2: always answer my calls when i call yes and she said you always come
1: yeah black radio i remember when i heard it i was like damn this shit dope And when Black Radio 2 hit, I was like, yo, wait a minute, this nigga don't miss.
2: No, he doesn't. So, another one of my favorites that I really enjoyed was Everything is Beautiful, which was Mm -hmm. a collaboration with Miles Davis. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't want to skip not nary track.
1: I like Fuck Your Feelings.
2: So, that was the last one, and I didn't dive in it the way that I wanted to. Um... 'Cause I kept I kept playing Everything Is Beautiful. So I'm gonna have to give Fuck Your Feelings
1: another run. Yeah, Fuck Your Feelings is, is is a good one.
2: Um, and then of course his latest project, which was the entire soundtrack of photograph, the photograph, the movie. The movie A lot of people didn't I think they were looking for different things from the movie, but the soundtrack from the first track to the last track, he has three songs. That actually have people singing, and that is her, Erica Badu, and Lucky Day.
1: I'm not a fan of her like I used to be.
2: Yeah, same. Um, I I do appreciate Lucky Day though, um, but out of it's 15 tracks on there, and so just three of them have people, and the rest. You can just let that jump ride. Like, I right. bought it on vinyl, and when I tell you, it sounds fucking amazing. Like, the crackle. I love the crackle when you listen to vinyls. Um, that, though, with his jazz. And and everybody's not big on jazz, and I get it. I they should be. It, they should the be. Way, the way that he puts it together, like, you just... You get caught up in it, like you that's all it. I yeah. can say. Like you just get caught up in the moment. It's a, I hate to say it's a vibe, but it's
1: definitely. A it vibe is. <laughs> I was just about to say that the way, the way, the way he orchestrates it and puts it all together, like you catch yourself, like damn, who the fuck? Is, oh, this is Robert Glass, was like shit, I forget who I was listening to. Yes. So yeah. it's like,
2: if y'all not hip, like y'all are really doing your ears a disservice. Um, he is definitely an artist to, he's going to be here for a while um, because so many people uh, reference him, you know, and work with him, Yeah. and so you should definitely check out his entire body of work.
1: Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree, and most definitely make sure you check out Black Radio 1 and 2 before you do it. Like,
2: start there. That's yes. where you can start. <laughs> yes.
1: And matter of fact, it is the Robert Glasper Experiment. Yes. Black Radio 1 and 2. Yeah. All right, moving on to this curator's corner. Go ahead and knock that out. You did a phenomenal fucking job actually.
2: Thank you, Fran. Thank you. Yeah, you um you? so first up we have uh Sir with his track John Redcorn. I fucking love that song.
1: I like Sir altogether.
2: I mean, I do too. But that is on his last project. Chasing Summer, which is a phenomenal album. But, Great
1: album. But Great right album. Right there.
2: John Redcorn. That's my shit. Uh, next up we have Kiana Leday. Uh, her song is Chocolate, featuring Ari Lennox. So you already know it includes some shenanigans. I love oh, it. Oh
1: shit. We got Ari on here twice this time.
2: Yes, yes, we do. I mean, she deserves. Very <laughs> much so. She deserves. Uh, next up, Robert Glasper and her comfortable. Dope, another dope track that's off the photograph soundtrack. Uh, and you slid some lives on here. We got Van Jess and Ari Lennox, who off the rain.
1: Yes, um, Van Jess, they are sisters, they're Nigerian, um, and they can sing their asses off. They sing, they sing, they sing. Okay, they actually look like, look like twins, but they're sisters. Do they have dreads? They keep braids.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And then last but not least, Dave B candy.
1: Hey, dope ass song.
2: I to have to up. I was like, I, I don't know that one. So I might have to yeah, shut up.
1: That's a dope song. Yeah, those were my two. Um actually when you started, when I saw you send the notification for those, I was like, man, let me throw these two in here real quick.
2: Yeah, so let me run it back. It's Sir John Redcorn, Kiana Lede, chocolate. Robert Glasper and her comfortable. And of course, my MacBook decided
1: it wanted to go to sleep. <laughs> we have we have Van Jess and Ari Lennox, Cool Off the Rain, Dave B candy, and it's K-A-N-D-I. Yes. All right. Um, so to jump off into this bullshit. I just want to start off by tooting my horn first because this first thing clearly states surviving a November Scorpio. I'm here to tell my story.
2: When I I hollered
1: when I saw that, <laughs> you know, and I think I, I think I wrote up under it afterwards. But I listen. I'm a November Scorpio, people, and I'm not a late November Scorpio. I'm or I'm a November fourth. That I'm I'm a November fourth, Scorpio. I know the pain, the sex, the torment, <laughs> the aggravation. The, I can't stand this nigga, but I love this nigga. I don't want to leave him alone. I know all of the emotions. Bruh. I know the emotions. I know the roller coaster. I know the highs, the lows, the hatred. I know this. I know for a Fact what she went through.
2: Listen, all I'm gonna say is one day we might have to open up the bag on how you and I came to be. Um, every, <laughs> everything that he says is true. <laughs> so when I
1: say I, I was like sis, I understand. Hey, there. <laughs> you know, and I and I know in the notes I put allow me to toot my horn mm-hmm. and with, I, with of chaos. <laughs> look. I don't I don't know why, I don't know what it is, but Scorpios, November Scorpios, I can't tell you about October's. But I know just particular, November Scorpios, we we can thrive in the middle of chaos. No one else can stand it. But to us it's a beautiful mess, it's a it's a beautifully painted portrait and it all makes sense. Everything everything leads to something else, which makes sense. In our world of madness.
2: Yeah, I don't, I've never been in an actual relationship with a Scorpio, but I remember, I used to talk to one in college, but I don't remember if he was a November Scorpio. I'm actually trying to look it up. I don't remember if he was a November Scorpio or an October Scorpio. it It was interesting.
1: October Scorpios are weird. Yeah, they they're really really weird. They're wired differently. But um, November Scorpios, we tend to give you all three forms of Scorpio. Oh my
2: gosh! We
1: we give you the eagle, the scorpion, and what's the other one? It's the eagle, the scorpion, and it's another one. I I forgot what it is. But we tend to give you all three forms. (laughs)
2: Uh, Oh, he's an October Scorpio, so
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You should remember that shit. They fucking weird. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Weird as fuck. Um, but yeah, man, I just i i have a list. Uh, I have a story book of full of chaos, full of full of hurt. Like it's it's a trail of women. It's it's a fiery trail of women that probably hate me, but they love me now. So it's a it's a mix. It's a hate and love thing, like nigga. <laughs> You all right? Like you all right to be friends with? Not today. <laughs> like you, you definitely good to fuck, but you're not. No, nah, you're not date. You're not date. You're not. And I beat honestly, that. I
2: think it only applies to the male Scorpio because my best friend is a November Scorpio, and she is nothing
1: like you. Yeah, yeah. No, the no the November women are totally different. The Scorpio women are very, very different. They're very eclectic and very artsy they and they tend to be like they deep like they real deep yeah i i dated one one time and i was like man this shit boring oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this shit boring
2: i think it it takes a special type of person to deal with a november male scorpio
1: it does so yeah it it does it it really really does um, because we show, we tend to show you so much. We show you we show you a lot, but we don't show you nothing.
3: If that that
2: you could not have said it better.
1: Yeah. That and honestly, that's that's really what it is. We show you a lot, but we show you nothing. Like the the a lot that you see is really scratching the surface level of nothing. Hmm. Like you yeah. know. But I, I feel for her and I feel for the women that have been in my past. I apologize to you. But that's the most I can do for you now. All right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, well, all right.
1: All righty then. All right. Normalize listening to men's problems and not telling them to man up.
2: Come on. Sit on the couch, Fran. Talk about it.
1: Um listen that's that pretty much that that's it in itself just listen to us because and i feel like we've talked about this before um women and this is very strong this is very strong to the black community and it's is mainly because of how we're we as men are brought up and, it's, and and it's also a misunderstanding i think of how hard it is to be a man Mm-hmm. and and the entire idea of you're a man, you can handle it. Like, no, nigga, I'm still human. I really, I have the weight of this house on me. I have the weight of taking care of you, taking care of these kids. I have the weight of making sure a life is provided for you all. And I got to go out here in this world and make sure that I stay safe and make sure that I continue to bring in the bread and, and everything else. Like, it's just a lot, and I feel that also, um by a man openly discussing and telling how he feels and what's on his mind, he don't need to be told, well, man, up, no. it needs to be of a uh, i of it needs to be a conversation of understanding, like you know, I didn't know that you faced that, I had no idea that this, this, and the third, but you know, let me. Let me check myself and and when you feel in type of way, let me make sure that I can I may not understand, but let me try to comprehend,
2: yeah, and this is so serious, so I won't even you know try to say, you know, well, women do x, y, and z, no, we're gonna strictly lead us for the men folk, um because it's so important, you know you hear women talk about, oh well, I want you to open up, and I want you to talk to me, and um. I mean the men do this with the women. And it, and um no, I had it right the first time. Women always ask me these questions and men are so you know, they shut down, they're closed. Yeah. Um yeah. closed off and choose not to and they just choose to hold it in. Uh, I honestly think that it's surface level venting for the most part when they talk to their boys because, you know, mm-hmm. they're men. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that you guys have the safe space or the opportunity to go that deep down your rabbit hole that you need to. And so I'm in agreement, like that whole, that whole man up is like, he didn't man down. He just opened up a different, uh, door and decided to let you in. And so
1: let him. Yeah. Let him, let, let us, um, but you know, it It like speaking personally, that's something that we had to go through. Um, because I still like I'm good. I don't I don't wanna talk about it. And and during times where we would just be in the car and just going somewhere, we would we would tend to talk then. And it always starts off with, you know what, let me tell you how you how you act sometimes. And that's exactly how it starts. And then I then once she says that, it's a certain comfortability and a certain comfort and humor in her voice that makes me that makes that makes me feel that I can open up. And and men we're all wired differently. Me personally, I open up when there's humor involved.
2: Yes, I was gonna say that. One of my exes was the same way. Like we could talk about so many things, but if it ever came across serious, oh, he was shut down. Yes. It was very playful. He would give me a a lot more to work with and what he wanted to talk about. And so you definitely have to learn your partner um, in that regard because everybody needs to be able to feel comfortable and it's not what the other party feels is comfortable it's truly learning how uh, your partner communicates yes and yes. what their comfort what the comfort looks like to them not for you yes what it looks like for them
1: and I, I know in my in, in the in my previous relationship i did a lot of lashing out like it would be like outbursts it it would be like outbursts, not 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 out the blue. It would be just out whenever we did talk and did speak on certain things. It would be outbursts, an outburst of lashing my feelings out, and that that wasn't a comfortable feeling. Um, not not making a comparison, but that's I mean it is what it is. But just like versus now, it's like is light is a lighthearted humor brings a lot out of me.
2: But she had to, she had to learn that, you know. She either learned it, or you communicated that with her. Yeah. Um, and whatever it is that your needs were, which is which is good because that's the own, also that's how you are going to get the other person to understand what you need. You got to communicate those needs, right? Um, and communicate what
1: makes you feel comfortable and what makes you feel safe. Right. And 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 honestly, that's just where it is. where, and what it is because. Men we 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 need that mental space too. We need that. Yeah. Um, if not, shit, we'll break down and won't nobody know we're breaking down. And you wonder why we when we go to bed, we ain't touching you. It's hard for us to give you some type of affection. Motherfucker, I'm over here hurt. I'm over here dealing with some shit.
2: Yeah, and I, I think I post so in my Insta stories, um, I post a lot of things that I see shared about you know communication or you know things about couples. And I know folks be like, "Is she single or is she in a relationship?" That's not here nor there. But I just post it all because I'm like, somebody needs to see this, and it's not even. Right. It's, and I'm saying this because it's not just for women; right. men can also take away from these communication tools, right? Um, to communicate what it is that they need with
1: their partner. Very much so, and I and I do agree with you. I uh on everything, on all levels. We we can give ourselves that that same space.
3: Mm-hmm. We
1: can. Um you you have to dig deep inside and, and know who's on your team. You have to know how much they believe in you, everything that they show you, you have to take that for what it is and just like look this is what this is what's bothering me this is how I feel, this is what's on my mind and 9 times out of 10 women gonna look at that shit like damn, really? Oh, okay
3: mm-hmm.
1: now, now, now that behavior they bullshit behavior not gonna change all the time, but at least you've afforded yourself that space to like, look I don't mind being vulnerable with you
2: yeah, so at the end of the day y'all talk all y'all shit on Twitter, you know bash the men, bash the women but at the end of the day Ladies, normalize listening to your men's problem and don't talk your yes. men up.
1: Hey, I, it's no problem because I know I do it. Like, I I am legit that person. I talk, I bash. I tell niggas to do all type of stupid shit. Tell yeah, you've been on no. one lately. <laughs> yes. I, listen, I'm going to be on this probably until 21. I'm going to tell these niggas every Sunday, nigga, tell her no. Tell her no and go out and enjoy your fucking day. Put your phone on Do Not Disturb and mind your business. She'll be alright. But, while I'm typing that, I'm, hey, you, you want something out of the kitchen? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes. like that's like, oh, hey, I'm about to run to Walmart. Like, what you need? Like, I'm in the middle of a text. Like, let me see what you need. What, I'm so, just the know Walmart. there's a difference. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just know, nigga, I'm going to orchestrate y'all doing all type of fucking wrong. But I'm gonna be at home living my best fucking life, happy, and, <laughs> yeah, and making sure making sure my nuts stay empty, because I, <laughs> I, 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 I refuse to go to bed upset at night.
3: Good.
2: Um. <laughs> so back, now on to some foolishness.
1: Yeah, I was ready to get onto this foolishness. So this one tweet said, "Um, and I I for the title, I said you need to respect the power of the dick." And then this goes uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Michelle K. Tyler on YouTube. Mm-mm. It was not when well, she talks about dick power. Um, but to me, this is this is a 2020 expansion on to what she said. So this one girl had tweeted and she said, if his dick starts your period early, lower your voice when you talk about it. <laughs> And let me tell you something. I damn sure you don't think I forwarded this This tweet. I know you did. I Shit. know you did. Hey, look. And she she started, she sent back them big-ass laughing emojis, and I politely told her, you need to, to you need to talk to me nicely. You need to talk to me nicely. You need to talk nicely to me. You need to fucking talk nicely.
2: Man, listen. I cannot say that I don't disagree.
1: Like that's listen man that shit was some
2: work that hey work that was, make- work was put in
1: it was yeah, yeah. It is your vagina but that's his pussy
2: and in the comments somebody was like I ain't seen him or my period in a minute
1: <laughs> somebody wow. or,
2: somebody else said, leave it at the clinic sis wow <laughs> he
1: said, he said, you don't even need it <laughs> uh, hey you know what i do remember seeing that i remember seeing that i,
3: should I like- remember seeing
2: that You don't even need it. Respect that man. Like,
3: that's all you can do.
2: Yeah. Hey. That man man has changed the nature in your body.
1: Yes, he has. He has. Like I just said, that's your, like, y'all walk around with it. That's your vagina, but that's his pussy. It is. And you need to speak to him nicely. You need to have a certain type of respect in your voice. I mean, sometimes we gotta be reminded. Like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's, it, and you know what? It's not just he starts your period, early. If he hitting your spots and making you and knocking all them noises and faces up out of your ass, you need to talk to that nigga nicely.
2: Listen, Jill Scott said, if a man can tell me what to do, then he can tell me what to do. Right. But if he can't tell me what to do, then he can't tell me what to do. So, hey. I ain't never felt a statement so much in my life than that one.
1: Hey, if he can, if he can talk that nut up out of you, and 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 you halfway through your second nut, and he thinking it's on you on your first one, you better speak to him fucking proper. You better, hey, you better put all the properness and don't come talking that rah rah stupid shit to him. You need to speak to him very properly. And there it is. That like that's that's the facts, Jack.
2: Which it kind of goes into the next thing you put on here. Turn your crazy down. Your insecurities
1: are showing. Hey, man. Look, um, I really forgot where I got this from. Uh, No, no, I didn't. No, I did not. No, the fuck I did not. So, at work, uh, I'm talking to one of my friends. And she was planning a party. And I asked I was like, hey, your big tater friend going to be there. She was like, yeah. I was like, cool. I'm going to dance with her. We was just joking going back and forth. She was like, no, her nigga going to be there. He crazy. Yep. I, I was like, "That's that nigga' problem. Them here insecurities. Shit, I don't want this woman. I just want to dance with her." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Yeah, but that nigga, he like, he ain't play crazy. Like, he for real crazy about her. Like, oh, that his fault." So, men and women are like, "Hey, turn that shit down." Sometimes you need to know. Honestly, your woman can be attractive as she as she wants to be, your man can be as attractive as he wants to be. But a lot of the times, don't nobody else really want your person other than you. And I think we need to recognize that. Like, I know for me, I don't nobody else want me and the shit that I bring. Don't nobody else want to deal with no funk-ass attitude. Like, don't nobody want to deal with my shit. <laughs> and but we have to like honestly we have to realize that like you move a certain way when you realize oh don't nobody else want this nigga like i got him let me let me let me calm down
2: look it happens i was having a conversation a few weeks ago and i don't even remember what it was about but when i tell you i was loud and wrong insecurity showing like a mug see and then i had to go i was like mm, my bad
1: See, cause that shit is real, and hey, your insecurity is showing. Pull your skirt down, turn you, turn you crazy down. You crazy for no reason right now.
2: So is that where you also got women really cause hell and start shit for no reason?
1: You better damn sure believe it.
2: <laughs> when it's past time for a good orgasm, listen, we'd be upset.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, and and that's a personal like that because let me see. It was it was her time. Some it was her time. I think she had to work like that weekend. I was like, I'm gonna take this weekend to go play. I'm gonna just I ain't coming home. Um and I think like the next couple of days, I was like, Fuck, what is wrong with you?
2: You I don't you did not go play before you didn't handle business before you went to go play. That's what that sounded like. I, yeah.
1: Yeah. But women still, she still started shit for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and women, and they just what is This is a problem that we face, that we as men face all across the world. Like that's a problem that we face. Like you, what you, what you cutting up for? Like what is your problem? I, yo, I brought you some shit back from the store. I washed your car. I did all this other shit. What is fucking wrong with you? What is? why you starting shit what you arguing about what you looking crazy for what you stomping around the house for like what is your problem oh you need it knocked up out of you well just fucking say that don't start shit (laughs) (laughs) don't fucking start shit
2: I mean sometimes we might not know though we might not even be aware that that's what it is we just in the feels I, sometimes we know we need it, but sometimes we don't.
1: Hey man, in these notes I wrote, I was broken up with for like for like maybe a day or two. <laughs> all because all because her hormones were acting up, which which also means she needs to get laid. She needs to be had. Like just look.
2: I mean, but if you really think about it, like you just admit it. You went to go play, and you didn't take care of business before you went to go play.
1: But I don't do that shit no more. But I, but I couldn't. I couldn't. Like the flow wasn't even all the the flow. We grown, so you know how some. You know how y'all women do. Like, look, we can do it. We can't go hard because I don't know if it's going all the way or not. But I'm like, no, I'm nothing to do that. I don't want to. No, if I'm if if I want, uh uh, I just need to go all the way hard. (laughs) <laughs> like uh uh-uh. uh so I just wait like fuck it I just wait till it's, I just wait till it's super clear but no I get and see what happened when you didn't do what she wanted you to do in the first place nigga. yo I got fucking barked at for no reason like what the fuck is wrong with you
2: It sounds like moral of the story is fellas listen to your woman <laughs>
1: no, Yeah moral of the story is if she tells you if she fucking tells you nigga it's almost gone, but you just can't go hard. But look, that means that she's really telling you, look, this nut is on the cusp and I need to get it out. I'm I'm clear my mind. Dude, clear her mind so she can leave you the fuck alone. I uh, could've been avoided, friend. But yeah, it could, but that come I'm, hey, being a November Scorpio and being hard hit.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Which, okay, so you said yeah, I was broken up for like a day. That oh. kind of goes into the next point. If I calmly leave you alone, I'm never coming back. Now, if I act crazy, I'm gonna be back. I'll
1: be back. <laughs> that it's funny how it is funny how all this shit runs right together. So did. <laughs> but it's like, true though. It's
2: like, uh let me mm, let me scan. Did you just did you just reach an award for or was that the watch? I award? did. I
1: did. <laughs> I did. I did. I, like my shit. I I put my watch on at the very last minute today. Uh, I woke up late and and I was like, "Fuck!" I don't know if I'm gonna be able to hit everything. So I did hit it. So yeah, I closed all of them. I and did my, too. I did good. My challenge is it's 30 days in this month. I have to close out 29 days. Okay. So, and I plan to close out all 30 because last year September was a really really good month with me. That's when I got my first full month of completion
2: oh gotcha yeah. all right but back to this so yeah. i was trying to scan my memory real quick
1: look why are you like, it's true it's true look why are you scanning let me tell the story and um this happened two weeks ago so we were supposed to talk about this last week when it was really really fresh so what uh, me and her son went to a football game this was all happening this week it was the week of my mom's birthday Cause she I remember she texted me some bullshit and I didn't yo and usually I I respond with the quickness like what the fuck is this about? Whatever, whatever, whatever. And so um she texted me, she was like, Tell your mom I said happy birthday. I said nothing. She <laughs> yo, yo, she faced she FaceTimed me. I answered me on mom was talking. She was I had got my mom some some um, they were cream and gold pumas, the RSX Pumas. Mm-hmm. and she was like did you see my text i was like hey i'm right here with my mom it's her birthday she's like tell your mom i said happy birthday and i had my 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 uh airpods in mm-hmm. i was like all right i tell her i'll call you back she was like did you hear what i said i said i'll call you back <laughs> <laughs> and so later on that night um i came up and we was no late on after I left my mom's house, we was talking, and I did come up, I, and uh, I was like, that's why I, ain't have, that's why I ain't responding to none of that bullshit you was talking about, because it was my mom's birthday, and I wasn't fucking with that shit, and I know you didn't really mean nothing you were saying, whatever, whatever, and and me, and me her son had, had already asked me to take him to a football game. I was like, all right, cool, it's no problem, and I'm like, but you wholeheartedly acting a whole ass, and people living their lives around you cutting the fuck up. Like he had he had texted me, like, hey, you go to the game. I was like, Yeah. He was like, if I ask my mom, can I go? Will you take me? I was like, Yeah, nigga, you can come. I'm like, ain't no problem. And she ended up like, I don't want to ask you. I'm like, he already asked me. Like, we, he just need to get the the green light from you. So and like everybody's living their whole life around you cutting the food and you just over there in a in a circle by yourself, and we just looking like. The fuck is your problem? (laughs) You starting shit and we still over here like, no, it's good, fam. What a time to be alive. Mm. Well (sighs) But yeah. Yeah, yeah, just do your deep, heavy Negro Yeah, man. (laughs) Hey. Hey, if 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 I come to leave you alone, we done. If I say that shit too, if, I, if I'm if i loud and obnoxious and doing shit to get your attention, we ain't done. And that's everybody. That's everybody.
2: Yeah, the the only time I remember doing that is with my daughter's dad. Uh, we got into it about something. And I think I pulled up, cussed him out, <laughs> and I left.
1: Oh, no, you weren't done.
2: I wasn't, but the one time that I knew I was done, I like calmly told him, I was like, eh, this is it. Like, I'm not doing this with you anymore. I was done and I did look back. So, I know I know for a fact
1: that has been true for me. See, let me tell you how all of this goes with the power of Scorpio that's within me. That That <laughs> quiet <laughs> that quiet I'm done. That turned up to, uh, hey, I'm about to pull up at your house. I'm about to pull up at your house. I'm about to. We about to fuck. And I, all the while, I'm gonna be blocked. If I knock at your door, if I put your gate code in, you already know. <laughs> this is <laughs> we terrible. We're not done. You about to give up this coochie? You know it. <laughs> like you've been mad for three days. It's like okay, it's time to give us some coochie. Yeah,
2: that definitely wasn't the case for I me. Mean, he is Sag. That definitely wasn't the case for me. I was done.
1: Weird. I was done. Ew. I hate Sagittarius. God, man. I hate Sag. Oh, my God. They're terrible. Those are some of the worst people in life. Damn. <laughs> yeah.
2: Tell was how you really feel.
1: Yeah. The ex that I was telling you about that won't give her husband no pussy, she's a Sagittarius.
2: No, well, I yeah. can't speak for the female Sagittarius, but the one male Sagittarius that has left me with no desire to talk to another
1: one—it's—it's it's an all-around thing. They are terrible people. They are.
2: Oh. Um,
1: I think we touched everything.
2: We did. We absolutely did. Let's run through the curator's corner one more time. All right. Um. So again, I'm going to go the other way. We got John Redcorn by Sir. Chocolate by Kiana Lede, Lede, uh, Comfortable Robert Glasper and Her Cool Off the Rain Van Jess and Ari Lennox, and Candy by Dave B. That's uh, it, yeah, that was it.
1: Uh, oh, um, TV and streams, we have, uh, of course, binge watch P Valley, um, Black Monday on Showtime. And, of course, the fan favorite right now, Lovecraft Country. Yes. So, that's it. Go ahead and close this thing out, friend. All right. Views
2: from a Jerk is available on all streaming platforms. That's Anchor, Apple, Spotify, et cetera. Let us know when you're listening and tag us in your Insta stories. um, Also on Twitter. Follow the show on Instagram at Views from a Jerk podcast and on Twitter at Views from a Jerk. And if you're down for even more shenanigans, we both are in these Twitter streets. He is at Bean Pie Brother and I am underscore, I need a baker, underscore.
1: Um. So, oh, I do got a question before we leave. Look, do you know I can get a coupon for Tiffany and company? I do not. Yeah, uh, so I need a coupon. I got a birthday gift to
2: buy. That is so random. I hate you. No, <laughs> no. Nah,
1: nah, nah, I got a real birthday gift to buy. And I've already been told if you don't walk in this fucking house with house with my gift that I specifically told you I want it, nigga, I'm going to beat your ass. So,
3: yeah.
1: hmm. Okay. Um, anybody listening, this is how I'm going to close this out. If you have a Tiffany & Company, company coupon or hookup Holler at me. There's a necklace that I need to buy. Um, uh, but other than that, men tell these women no. Women tell these men yes, have beautiful sex with each other, make uh beautiful black babies, do not give any white people any of your blackness, and make sure you drink plenty of water. Uh, and then there you have it. Yeah. That was that good enough? I don't think it was. I
2: mean, it wasn't your usual. It wasn't. Uh, I, I didn't. I wasn't moved.
1: Yeah, I wasn't. Cause the, I was really thinking about this coupon, <laughs> and I and I meant to ask you earlier, like, yo, you got a coupon? You got any type of points? Um, uh, yeah, nah. yeah, nah, fuck it. Hey, next episode. Uh oh, on the next episode as well, we need to discuss. Xavier Omar. We need to give that nigga his flowers too. We got a couple people we gotta get flowers to. But um yo, y'all catch us on the next episode. And other than that, man, stay black, stay proud. Um, make sure you tell your parents you love them, make sure you tell your grandparents that you love them, make sure you tell your sisters and brothers I'm the bet I'm the best child, I'm the favorite grandchild, and y'all suck. And we'll catch y'all next time around. Bye ya. Bye.